Hello everyone, my name is Jen Torres and I am a God, and so are you. Like many of you, I was raised to believe that if I just prayed hard enough, God would save me. As it turns out, that was actually true. I saved me. At the age of 15, I became pregnant with a beautiful baby girl who dropped in just in time to save my miserable life. This was my first awakening. This podcast is about all of the words and listening to those words to begin to envision what is possible. Because sometimes, as individuals, we feel we need to know everything, have it all together, and be everything all of the time. But that's why we live in a world filled with other people. Each person holds a piece of the puzzle. It's about being open to new information, new ideas, and new perspectives. We're going to talk about all of the topics surrounding what it takes for you to step into your God Goddess. Journey with me as we uncover all things living self-actualized and in your inherent divine God state. This podcast is about doing whatever it takes to develop and nourish the God in you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of the She's a God podcast. My name is Jen Torres, and I am the host of this show and a human design reader. So if you are someone who is new to this podcast, then welcome, welcome to the She's a God podcast. And if you are a repeat listener, thank you for continuing to come back and support the show. What am I talking about this week? I want to talk about, um, it's Valentine's Day week, so I kind of just want to talk about something that I feel is up, like it just is, especially for people who are on the spiritual journeys, particularly women, a lot of women deal with this, which is partners who are not totally on the spiritual path where they are, you know, they could be totally respectful of it and like down for it and be like, go you, but not be part of it. And, or it could be just that, you know, maybe they're totally objecting it and cannot stand the fact that you have this like whole spiritual thing going on. So I kind of just want to speak to this. A friend of mine was recently talking to me about it and I remember reflecting back on when I was experiencing the same sort of thing in my relationship and this was earlier on my spiritual journey. So the first thing that I want to say is that yes like this happens. (laughs) It's like basically a thing that happens where you know one person's just really dedicated on their soul evolution and spirituality and all of it. And the other person can sometimes be not super into it or not into it at all and kind of, especially at the beginning, almost be kind of repulsed by it or kind of just like, where is this all coming from? Why are you changing so fast? Because I think that's the other piece of it that us as spiritual people on the other side don't really see is that it's a lot of times it's like rapid change and this is change for the better but a lot of times you're doing like shadow work and clearing a lot and all of that kind of stuff and especially at the beginning it can be like rapid change where you are changing so quickly that the other person is kind of like what in god's name like what is who are you like every couple of months like who are you like who is this person so i just wanted 
to speak to this and just kind of, you know, give a little bit of encouragement, maybe some insight if this is you and you are somebody who is on the spiritual path. Um, you could be really early on the spiritual path or you could be a decade into your spiritual journey, whatever it is. I just want to talk to all of it because it's something that comes up and we all effing deal with it. Like on some level, we deal with it. And the thing is, is I know couples who are both very spiritual, so maybe they don't deal with it or, or maybe on some level they do deal with it. I don't know, but, um, I just want to speak to this because I know it's something that does come up. So here are a couple of tips to guide you if you are somebody who is dealing with this or you know someone who is dealing with this sort of situation in their life. The first thing, if you are in a relationship with someone who is not spiritual. Okay, so even before I get into the tips, I should just preference all of this by saying that everyone is on a spiritual journey. So like, even if we don't see it and we're just like, this person's super asleep or they're not awake, they're on their own spiritual journey. Every If you're on the planet, you have a soul, okay? So like, you are on some kind of spiritual journey. You're being tested, whether it be big or small, you're being, you know, using your energy on the planet to experience karmic patterns. There's people who you're connecting with who are, you know, maybe teaching you things or you're teaching them something. So no matter what, everybody is learning and everyone's teaching and everyone's on this path, this earth path, and they're all are on a spiritual journey, whether or not we want to say that or not, whether they seem spiritual or not spiritual. And before you go, you know, telling someone, on that like oh you just don't get it you're not spiritual just know that that's what all religious people say too they will tell you that like they're gonna pray for you because you're not whatever christian or you're not catholic or something like that so just remember that don't get religious and not saying that all religious people do this i'm just saying so it's just about knowing okay like this person they're not on the same path as me and that's okay let's just talk about the tip number one tip number one is to release judgment judgment. So if you're with someone and you're on a super spiritual path and you're feeling like, wow, like you're just constantly up leveling and self mastery and connecting with your guides and doing the shadow work and going deeper and all of this stuff. Yes. Like that's amazing. And it's good for you and go you keep doing what you're doing at the same time. If you notice that the people around you are not, then it's time to just release just judgment about the fact that they are just different. They're not, they're on a different path than you. It's not better. It's not worse. It's just different. So it's just something to keep in mind so that you can stay in your own energy. Don't spend your time leaking your energy on somebody else trying to help them on their path and get them to where they need to be. You get, you do you, you get on your path and you figure out your spiritual journey. It's different if they're asking for your help or, you know, there's all kinds of boundaries there too. You don't want to like overstep or else lean too much into sort of codependency where they're always relying on you now to bail them out of whatever their situation that they're in spiritually. It's just about Number one, it's you. Okay. So it's just about focusing on yourself and releasing judgment with anybody who is in your life who's not on a quote unquote spiritual path and just not judging them for what it is that they're doing in their life. It has nothing to do with you. And that's sort of like the biggest catch of all is when you realize like, holy shit, like all this person's stuff or however this person even treated me this time, it actually has nothing to do with me. So let me just pull it back. Let me stop 
pushing and let me stop recommending things or stop pushing my knowledge on this person, especially if you're a projector. Don't go wait for the invitation. Don't go pushing your knowledge, especially on personal relationships in your life. Wait for that person to kind of seem energetically open to you and seem open to you giving them what it is, the information that they are seeking or not seeking. So number one, release judgment. Try not to judge the person. Know that they're on their own shit and like it's not up to you to save them. You're not going to save them. Nothing you do is going to save this person. So just do you, work on you, help them where you can, but most of all, release judgment on them for however it is that they choose to live their life. The second tip that I have with being with a partner who's not spiritual is to, instead of trying to push your energy and leak your energy on trying to change them and trying to help them and all of this stuff, just lead by example. You are going to waste so much energy trying to lead this person and get this person changed and all this stuff, you are going to get off of your own path because you're going to be wasting so much of your time, energy, and money trying to help this person get on their path. It's not your business. Like it's literally their shit. Like just let them do their life and you do your life. You focus on your life and your path and lead by example. Just by you living 100% in your authenticity, in your spirituality, they will see the difference. That's the other thing I heard someone say, oh, I, I um, had broken up with him because he thought it was weird that I did meditation. Why would you give a shit? Like if he thought it was weird, he can leave. Like you can go and do whatever you want, but this is what it, it's, it's about standing 100% in your authenticity. It's not about feeling like you have to not be with someone just because they're not spiritual or they don't understand you. You know, it's different if like the dudes or the chick is like messing with you and making fun of you. Okay. That's just rude. And that's trying to like squash your like ego go and that's not okay. But I'm saying that even if they just disagree with what you're doing or they don't know, understand it, fine. It's okay. It's not for them to understand. If they want to know more, they will ask questions and it's okay for you to talk about it, but it's just not about pushing your beliefs on this person or feeling like you need to guide them into doing what you do. Don't do that because they're just going to the more likely the more that you try to convince this person of something the more they're going to be feel repelled away from what you're trying to convince them to do. It's kind of like with anything, it's just the way energy works. The more that you're pushing towards something, a lot of times, the further it'll go away from you. So it's just about knowing that and trusting that. Let me lead by example here. Let me just fully embody my authenticity in my spirituality, no matter what. And look at other people as if they're weird, if they think you're weird, look at them like they're missing something. Don't try to don't feel bad about it. I feel like that's another thing that I see a lot in spirituality is people feeling almost embarrassed, you know, that they're spiritual when they're around non spiritual people who gives a shit. Do you know how I treat my family like my family who's not spiritual or friends who are not spiritual? I treat it as if they're just not up on something like seriously, like I will literally treat it like they're not up on what I am up on meaning that what I mean when I say that is that 
they just don't, they're not up on the latest. That's literally how I treat it. Like if they are like, oh my God, like if they were like making comments about why am I buying crystals or why am I meditating or why do I, you know, why do I do priestess work or judging my altars in my house or something like that. I look at them like they're crazy. Like I literally, like I don't judge them. I'm not, not in a judgmental way, but I just look at them like get up to speed here. Like what is your problem? Evolve already. Like it is not my job to explain to you why I have an altar in my house. Like just Google it. Like what is your problem? So it's like, it's about embodying. I would love to see more spiritual people embody that energy and, and kind of realize that you are the cool kids in the school. Okay. Like if you're up on spirituality, if you're on your spiritual path, you have something that other people are trying to figure out and trying to get to. And it's about being energized by that. It's about being, letting that make you cool. Like it is, it is cool to have that, to have to be on this journey and stuff. It's not about making it like you're weird. Like it's not cause you're not, you're not weird. You're just up on some shit that they're not up on yet. So it's about kind of embodying that energy and not making it like you're the weirdo. I, I see see that so many times and I'm like, fuck that. Like, I'll be damned. Like, I don't know if it's just my ego or what, but like, I'm not going to sit here, especially in front of my family and close friends who aren't quote unquote spiritual at all. I'm not going to sit here and look like the weirdo. Like, no, like, I know that's what you all are trying to do, but no, I'm going to really 100% make sure that before I leave this room, you're the one that's feeling like you don't know some shit. That's cool. Like <laughs> you just aren't up on what I am. And so you're going to probably text me later and be like, Hey, so what did you say about these like moon circles that you do or whatever? Like that's, what's going to end up happening because I refuse. Like I'm not going to allow my, put my head down or be all weird, lead by example, embody fully who you are in this spiritual energy, in this beautiful, I hate to use the word light worker. It's so like played out, but it's just like embody that energy and just be who the F you are. Stop hiding. Stop trying to act like you not you're not some magical priestess goddess okay like stop trying to shield yourself and pretend you're not who you are and the sooner that you start doing that or god you know beautiful man like the sooner you can start doing that the sooner you will fully step into the energy of other people realizing that like you're you're authentic in who you are. Have you ever met somebody that's just fully who the fuck they are? And you're just like, okay, like you are, you're a chain smoker and you keep some whiskey in your jacket, I'd notice, but somehow you're like cool to me because they're just so 100% who they are that you can't like, and I'm not judging chain smokers or whiskey drinkers, but I'm just saying like, somehow they're just so freaking embodied in who the hell they are that there's you could taste the authenticity you're like mm, like okay like i see you i respect you you can't not respect somebody who's fully 100 embodied who they are and who they are you cannot not respect them like you just part of you just by nature is going to respect them because you sense they're in their authority in human design they're they're activated by their authority and they have direction in their life and they're activated by the higher vibrational aspects of their ego regardless of what type of life they're living so number one is to release the judgment number two is to lead by example number three is to release expectation now this one might have been should have been the fireworks number five maybe this should have been the best one on the list maybe but 
seriously, releasing expectation is a huge part of this. It's about knowing that your friend, your lover, whoever it is that you're trying to convert into spirituality, you need to release expectation on this person. Like they're not you. They're not going to just because you're into altars and you're into, they might go on a spiritual path and they might go and be on some totally different shit. They might go off and be a monk and you might be like, whoa, like, I don't even know anything about that. Like, what is that about? Or they might just decide that they're vegan or not that that has anything to do with spirituality, but they might just take on one small trait of a spiritual connection with whatever it is that they do in their life. And that's it. And, and you might look at them like, oh my God, like you're just not on my level. Like that's one thing you want to piss me off. Okay. Talk to me about somebody who is like, in spirituality, who was like, oh, you're just not there yet, or you're not on my level or something like it's so damn annoying. Okay, like, okay, yes, there's different levels, there's different expressions of consciousness. But no, not one of us are on a higher level than the other the hierarchy there is not it's crashing. There's no such thing. It's just different understandings. Some people don't understand the way that your energy is speaking. And sometimes the other person and vice versa. That's all it is. So all I'm trying to say here is when it comes to the other person release expectation for the love of the gods release the expectation i mean they they're trying okay and they're like on their own shit they're doing what they feel is good to them on their path who knows maybe 10 years down the line something activates in them and they get really into it and then they really want to like go down the path great. It's just about you not expecting them to fully be who you are on your spiritual spiritual journey in order for you to fully show up in your life. Nobody owes you shit. And that's the other thing that I really am like, okay, like even in relationships, since it's Valentine's Day week, I'll just talk about it. But even in relationships, right? We are, we look at it in the whole 80-20 rule. Okay, I did an episode on this a while back is bullshit. 80-20 is bullshit. Nobody, no 20%, no 80%. Nobody owes you shit. All you need to be showing up fully in your life, not needing anything from anyone. You need to fully be in love with yourself. You need to fully be respecting yourself, fully cuddling yourself, fully be affectionate to yourself, all of those things. And then anything extra that any other being decides to add to your joy, you know, and, and that's really it it's it's about knowing that and trusting it and just being like now I'm kind of preaching to myself because I it, it's like I have to embody these things I'm like as I'm saying them I'm like okay I could be better at some of this <laughs> I like wrote it down but but now I'm like okay some of this stuff I literally need to be better at so this is the way it works right you're just like talking about it and you're realizing like okay how can I be better in these situations so again releasing expectations for the love of God nobody owes you anything let them do their thing be on their journey don't expect anything from them let them live their life even if you have to watch them continually fall and fall and fall and fall on their face that's their journey help them where you can walk away when you need to create your sacred boundaries all of the things okay number four is to be enlightenedly selfish with your life this is a huge one okay this is a huge 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 one okay it's big be enlightenedly selfish in your life if you are on a spiritual journey of trying to get better trying to up level 
being connected to soul mastery, be living in divine alignment, all of these things, you need to seriously be enlightenedly selfish with your life. Meaning go do you. Don't decide that like you're not going to go do something. You're, oh, I'm not going to go on that retreat because what will my husband think or what will my friend think or don't do that because guess what's going to happen? You're going to end up getting resentful AF when you look back on your life and you realize you didn't do a whole bunch of things all because your your excuses that you put on yourself that actually have absolutely nothing to do with the people in your life and they're just you. They're just you putting your own restrictions on yourself. And so that's why you're not moving forward with the things that you want to do. So don't do that. Be enlightenedly selfish in your life. Do the things you know your soul is calling you to do regardless of friends, family, loved ones, partners, lovers, all of it. Do what you know your soul is calling you to do no matter what. Okay, number five, this is maybe the last one, is to have patience. This one actually might be the hardest one to just have patience. And that's just because they are on their own path. And you might not notice the difference in them because a lot of times you're with them every day. But guess what? They're, they are evolving and they are changing. And there's things that they are doing that's better than they were before. And you might not even notice it because again, if you're with them every day, you're probably just not even realizing that they're changing little by little. But it's just about knowing that having that patience and saying, okay, I'm holding space for this person to evolve and grow and change and all of those things. When they need my guidance, I'm here for it. I'm going to help them. And it's also too about just knowing and trusting that it's going to happen in the right, perfect divine timing for them. That's like a huge part of it. It's in the right, perfect divine timing for them. So just having patience and holding space for them. So now I want to kind of like segue into this other part that I wasn't going to talk about, but I feel like it's necessary. And that's if they are hindering your journey and like when, when to know to move on. Okay, so I don't usually like to bring my own personal relationship into things, but I just feel like that's this is a great example. Okay, so my sole partner, I've been in a relationship with him for 18 years, and I started on my spiritual path in 2018, and I drastically started changing, like rapid change. Like every three month, three months, I was a totally new person because I was just up leveling, changing shadow work. I like went all in, you know, fully in. Now he he's not a spiritual person. So, and I say that with hesitancy because I think that everybody is a spiritual person. So I am saying it just to say that like, he's not into all the things like that I'm into. Okay. So let me explain this part too. Have you guys ever heard of, um, emo's not dead? Like if you never heard of it, fine. But basically emo's not dead is like a YouTube channel and it's an Instagram thing that is all about, it's just like the, well, the YouTube channel is really funny. It's literally my life. Like it's my life. He's emo, right? And his girlfriend, not so much. So like, it's like clip and video. It's hilarious. It's clip after clip of different scenes where like he's super emo and she's not. So she's like trying to integrate him into her 
life. But she's like, oh my God, like you get so emo about everything. Like what is wrong with you? And it's just funny, like hilarious skits, like in the store, just like randomly he's emo and there's like nothing she could do to pull him out of it. That's literally my life. So yes, like I technically in a relationship with somebody who is not a spiritual person, but he has never tried to stop me on my spiritual path. He's 100% supported me and literally funded my entire spiritual path. He's like, whatever you got to do, go do it. You want to go on a retreat, go on a retreat. You want to go across the world and go to Egypt and do ley line work. I don't even know what ley lines are, but go do it. It seems like it lights you up. So go have fun. He is 100% supportive for me to do my life to to be a spiritual person on the spiritual path and do the work that I love. Now, if you sense that like the person that you're in, in a relationship with is hindering you on your path, like as if like they're not letting you grow and evolve. They're like holding you back and they don't support anything you do. They're talking crap about you and your purpose work and they're putting you down. They're making you feel less than any of those things. It's not cool. Like if you feel like this person is holding you back, that's a totally different situation. It's time to like maybe tune into your soul and ask some questions about like, should, what should I do here with this situation? Should I be cutting this person off? Should I move on with my life? Should I give them a second chance? Should I give them a heartfelt conversation and see what happens from there. That's up to you. You're going to have to figure that part out. How do you want to move forward with somebody who's trying to hold you back from what it is you're trying to do and your soul evolution on the planet? So that I just wanted to separate that because that's like a whole different thing. Yeah. Number five is really just to be patient with the person. Hold space. Know that they're going through all of the stuff that they're going through in their life for a reason and they're they're on their own soul path and it has nothing to do with you and sometimes I think especially as empathic sensitive people we want to fix people we want to help people it feels so good to us to be able to help someone heal and journey and all this stuff but to what detriment like you are not here to be drugged down by anybody and, I, and that's including your clients that's including your other friends in spirituality if they if you notice that they're, they're literally taking you down with them. Okay, no, like that's not your life. You're not here to fall down a rabbit hole with someone just because that's they're in the dark night and they're needing to go through whatever they're going through. No, hold space for them, send them good energy and ignore the fucking text. Like you don't need to respond to things that are not healthy for you. And you're realizing that it's like an energetic vampire. Like everybody can feel it. I mean, right? Like everyone knows when you've gotten a text message or or a call coming in from someone and you just feel it in your energy you're just like oh my god like this is the last effing thing I want to do right now I don't want to pick up the phone for this person I mean don't do it don't don't do that I mean you you're not obligated to do any of that it's it's just you do it if your cup is full if you feel like overjoyed with energy that day and you feel like you can help this person you want to your soul feels expanded to go help this person go do it if you are drained and you are tired and you are maybe in a dark night of your own you do not need to be holding space for people as a matter of fact you probably shouldn't
shouldn't be. Go do your healing process and go nurture yourself and don't do don't do that. So this is just a couple of things I wanted to put out there because why I've gone through this kind of stuff myself and I think that it's helpful to have these reflections and these sort of conversations that will help you to and guide you almost like a little bit of a guiding light on your journey and on your path as you continue on your soul evolution in this lifetime. So sending you all so much love. I hope you are able to pull some things out of this episode and have a happy Valentine's Day. Don't get into the whole scam scam of it all, <laughs> um, the commercial side of Valentine's Day. Just love yourself. I, I like to just think about everything I love on Valentine's Day, even if it's a, a really good pen. Like I have a pen that I fucking love. I don't, it's just perfect. Like every time I go to write with it, the right perfect amount of ink comes out. It feels good in my fingers. I always know where it is for some reason. Like it's just always there. And so I appreciate, I love my pen. Okay. So like, even like those like tiny little things, like, I love you. Like, thank you for being, I don't know, like efficient and being so reliable, you cute little pen. So this is just an example. Like it's just about you on Valentine's day, loving yourself, positive affirmations to yourself all day. And guess what? If somebody else feels like doing something nice for you, wow, isn't that nice? Or if you feel like doing something for someone else, if you feel that soul soul call, do it. And it is going to feel good to you. And then that's it. But focus on you loving yourself. That's it. Don't worry about everything else that we see in social media with all of the things. That's all beautiful. It really is. But just focusing, just focus on yourself, focus on loving yourself. And, and if you are in a relationship with somebody who is, you know, quote unquote, not spiritual, those are the five tips that I have found to be really helpful for me and my personal journey with my soul partner. So sending you all so much love and happy Valentine's Day to everyone. Thank you for listening to the She's a God podcast. Tune in next Thursday for a brand new episode. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I would love to hear from you. Follow me on social media at this is. Jen Torres for all of the latest. And remember, she is a God and so are you.